I've, I've seen the video of him running down the escalator. So he's gone down the pit lane and in the Miami F1, there are so many people that no one knows who they are, but they're all celebrities What's... and they're all on, on the paddock yeah, in so, the way. Some are celebrities. Some are, but some are like, no one knows who they are, a lot of them. Yeah, like he chatted to Pharrell, DJ Khaled, David Beckham, Venus okay, Williams. Okay, they're, they're the obvious ones, but then there's the celebrities that are like... Uh, now, he got one person mixed up. <laughs> He thought he was chatting to the NFL player Mahomes. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes upset. It was a basketballer. He got it completely wrong, yeah. I think. He kept shouting. He was like, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Patrick isn't stopping for me. And then the guy stops and he's just this basketball player. Who's, who's really nice. He's really nice. DJ Khaled probably gave the most. He kept going, Miami, man, we're in the best place ever. Formula One's incredible. And he kept going, another one. <laughs> Another race. And poor Bundle uh, was just like, yes, Brundle. yes. Brundle. All right. Brundle. Calm down. To me, to you. We've got to go now. Hey, okay. great week. Great show, Thank Peter. you, boys. First week under the belt. Another week to go next week. Come on, baby. Fully charged with Graham and Nathan is on. Oh, yes. It is Friday. Welcome to Fully Charged with Graham and Nathan. Graham is away on his holidays. Sitting in for him is a man I'm really bonding with. Heck, yesterday I was rubbing my nipples in front of him. It's Mr. Peter Collins. Your hairy nipples are that. They're lovely nipples, though. Yeah, I was rubbing them seductively while you were talking in front of your microphone. And at one stage I was squeezing them. And unfortunately, the cameras in the studio weren't working. I would say nobody needs to see that. Why? Especially, like, I know you're talking about it at 7 in the morning. It's making me a little bit sick in my mouth. Oh, well, something will make you very happy, okay, guys? Okay. Yesterday, I did something. Okay. And I didn't really even mean to do it. Was it a good or bad thing? I think it's an amazing thing. I don't think I'm the only person who has this card in their (gasps) wallet. Copper's gold card. It's not a copper's. It's even cooler. I'm going to really show why I am the biggest rock star in this building. I'm going to go through it in five minutes' time. The biggest rock star in this building. Okay, I hope this card is a big thing then. (laughs) It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Now Nathan. I tell you, I'm smiling like a Cheshire cat over here because I did something yesterday that I'm so proud of that I'm surprised that I did. Guys, I'm just going to throw it out there. Do it. I joined my local library. Oh, wow. That's a big step. I have a membership card. I'm holding it right now. It makes very little noise. But just to tell you that this is a legit library membership card. I've never (laughs) been a member of a library before, but I'm 30 years of age and I was inside my beloved car, Uncle Poppy, and I drove by this glorious looking library in Brea and I said to myself, Nathan, you like books. Why don't you become a member? Now, I've never become a member before. Are you a member of a library? I'm pretty sure I'm a member of Dorky Library, yes. Give a shout out to Dorky Library. Shout out to Dorky Library. They did themselves up a couple of years ago and it looks fabulous. So I walked into this library and I was worried, guys. I didn't know what I was going to expect. You know, I put my foot in the door 
and I see a really nice looking woman behind the till and I go, hello there. And I thought she was going to uh, shush me. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping for the shh, quiet. Was it a loud hello? I, I, I actually just nodded. I went, hello, hello, okay. at, at that level. And I had to fill out a form and she said, Right, there's your card. You can get any book you want in here. And there's fiction, non-fiction. At one stage, guys, I don't mind saying, I was browsing through a George Bush biography. (laughs) And I thought, who is this man? And I made a promise to myself, guys, I'm going to try and read every book in that library. Did they tell you how many books are in their library? No, they did not. Okay, there's going to be a few thousand books there. Uh, look, I feel like we live in 2022 where everyone tells you what gym membership they have. Yeah. They're always saying, oh, you know, I'm a member of that gym or that gym. No one ever speaks about the library. <laughs> so that is why this morning I want to use this platform to hear from you. I want you to get in contact and tell me what library you're a member of. <laughs> no, I have another question for you. Go on. What was the first book you took out yesterday? Very good. I did take out a book. I took out Louis Theroux's autobiography. Oh, lovely. It's That's a good one. Gotta get through this. Oh, that's very oh, good. Yeah. Gotta get good through this because yeah, of his name. Yeah, it's about him just during the pandemic doing a little diary entry. Yeah. It's very good. I read a bit of it last night. But guys, what do we think about let this? Me see, let me see your library card because I'm interested in how you're asking the question in terms of what library you're a member of because I have a Dublin City uh, library membership. Yep. And I can go into any library come in Dublin on, and, yeah. and take out books. I have I have a Dunleary Rat Down County Council one, so I can also go into any in that oh. consistency. No, I think mine's exclusive. But Callum, you've never told me you have a library card. I got a library card maybe a few years ago. It was just one of those things Jess was like, Callum, will you go and get a library card? Because I was living in Clare Hall at the time and there was a, there's a library in the Donna Mead shopping centre and then they just reopened the library uh, in Coolock near the Northside shopping centre. The one in Coolock is fantastic because I've just done it up. There's like activity rooms where you can do like sewing classes. Oh, there's boardrooms. You can rent out iPads and laptops. The library is like, it's not just books these days. I heard you can like uh, also take out uh, video games and DVDs in some of them. Are you I've serious? Yeah, DVDs, it's like Extravision yeah. all over again. But in the library. Do you know what? All this library, Chad, I'm actually... I'm upset, Callum, that you've never come forward and told me that you're a member of this library. Because I think a lot of people are ashamed to come forward. And that's why we're creating such a safe place right now. I want to hear about your library experience. Are you a member? The number is 087-711-1038. We're rock stars right now. Absolute rock stars. This is a very cool topic. Mm. I now have a library card and I can go into that library whenever I want during opening hours. I think it's <laughs> 10 till 5. But I can get whatever book I want. And do I have this power because I pay taxes? You could do. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure like how the insane. libraries are yeah, funded. Yeah, I think libraries are funded by the state. It's so good that I have the power to read any book I want. So I said the to you as well, even. it's not just books that library do in uh, in the library near me uh, in Coolock. They do laptop rentals. You can get iPads, audio books and things like that. Col- uh, Colm's message saying he joined Swords Library a few months ago. Well after, done, after he listens to us, 
he gets out an audio book from the Swords Library and listens to that. Oh, my. That's fantastic. Jess message saying that there's a 3D printer in the Kulak Library. That's impressive. And I remember seeing when I signed up for the Kulak Library, I was wondering because one library in the city has like a recording studio where you can do podcasts, make your own radio shows, and that one's in Ballyferma. Um... And it's amazing, like, you, right. there's live stream equipment and Look, everything. I'm feeling quite bad about my library in Bray. They not have any of that. I don't think they have laptops and that sort of thing, but they have comfortable chairs. Well, I did sit in one. Zoe in Bray has messaged saying that she loves the library. She reads all the books in the young adult section. Now, don't knock the young adult section, because if you're older... It may be like, oh, it's, it, it might be for teenagers, but there's some good books in there. She says there's dragons, books, fantasies, and I hope she doesn't mind me reading this out. She says she's 47. Oh, fair play That's to it. you. I love it. Embrace it. Well, I was thinking, would it be a bit dodgy if I was around there reading those books? But if people can do it, then all right. Absolutely fine. Kira here uh, from uh, Dorky Library has a question for you, Nathan, I think. I'm a member of Dorky Library too, but I want to ask, I'm looking for Elon Musk's uh, autobiography. Can you oh. check out Bray Library and maybe like we can swap cards and if it's there, you can get it for me? Because I want to know more about this man. Does he even have one? Maybe you can check for me. Thank you, and I'll check Dorky Library. Oh, so now we've cool. become a show where we're just requesting books off each other. I don't like even know. It would be like a book depository so, show. guys, yeah. look, I do want to be honest with you. I was only in there for roughly around 15 minutes yesterday. I haven't learned all the rules. So if I want to check out that book for Kira, I yeah. go into the library and there's a few computers there. Will I just sit down and Google the book yeah, or so do yeah. I go to the library and they might shush me? Shh, shh. You probably have to search a keyword, so you just type in Musk. It's a bit like uh, Argos, you know, when you type in what you're looking for and then it says if they've got it in stock and mm. then they can order it in for you if they don't have it. Now, as I said, the book I got yesterday was Louis Theroux's autobiography, Gotta Get Theroux This. Yeah. They haven't said to me how long I can keep the book for. I also think you can take out more than one book at one time. You keep yeah, saying, you can. I have got this one book. You can take out multiple books. Really? It's like yeah. two weeks or a month. It, say, it usually says it on the inside. Do they stamp it when you talk it out? I can't remember. I think they stamp it and it gives you the date they stamp is either the date... Yeah, you, the, you take it out or the date you have to bring it back. I, the I, date they stamp it is the return date. Yes, yeah, so it's on the inside. How expensive are these fines if I lose the book or damage it? Well, I just double check because I remember reading something from a few years back where I know in the Dublin libraries they scrapped the late fees because they were trying to entice more people to come back to the library. So they were like, if you keep the book for longer, we're not going to fine you. But it's more like an honest system. Just searched it because you're Bray and Wicklow, aren't you? Yes. They don't have overdue fees either. Oh, oh fantastic. But don't take the mic now. So you can keep the book, don't Nathan. tell me what to no, do. because then them. you're just robbing from the library. Well, look, you know... Don't be that person. I don't want to be that person. <laughs> but sometimes... But sometimes things can happen. <laughs> I think this is very interesting. You know, I always want to say the phone lines are open. If you ever want to just give a shout-out to your library, we want to hear from you. I'd also love to know what's the maximum you can take out at one time. Brilliant. That'll be a good one to know. Any librarians listening there, we'd love to know that one. Yeah. Because then Nathan's going to have a new library in his house in the next coming <laughs> weeks. <laughs> it's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Harry Styles, as it was this morning on Fully Charged at 7.37. And Nathan, it's time for this. You better believe it. The showbiz shootout. I do just want to say Harry Styles, such a big fan here. His new album, Harry's House, is going to be out 
this time next week. Seven days. I cannot wait for it. But right now, the showbiz shootout, this is where Peter and I each have a showbiz news story. And then at the end, producer Callum, a.k.a. the big bad naughty sheriff, decides which one is better. Happy Friday to you, sheriff. Hello there. Happy Friday. Just to give you a little bonus snippet of showbiz today, just to tie in kind of a Harry Styles. Harry Styles mm-hmm. obviously came through with One Direction on the X Factor. Another band that came through on the X Factor, Little Mix. Tomorrow is their last show. Oh. Uh, it's the last show of the tour. Shame. And then that's when they're kind of doing their hiatus. <laughs> and we all know how the One Direction hiatus Stop went. Stop it. There has been rumours One, One D will D be back. Will be back There's too this much year. money to be made there for them not to be Ah, uh, stop. It's not about the money, man. It's about the music. I want to begin. Zac <clears throat> Efron has said that he would love to revisit this franchise. We're breaking free. Come on, Peter, sing. I've never watched this and I don't know the words. Oh, Peter. You're missing out on High School Musical. Yes. Zac Efron was in the first High School Musical film back in 2006. Oh, 2006. God, he is old, isn't he? He was a very young Zac Efron back there. He was playing Troy Bolton. I actually am kind of like Peter. I haven't seen too many High School Musical films. I think they made three films with three, him. Three films with him, and then there's a series on Disney Plus now that has Olivia Rodrigo in. That's that's kind of where she came from, called yeah. High School Musical, the musical, the series. Now, it's strange, because back in 2016, <laughs> Zac Efron said that he was not a fan of his character in the High School Musical franchise. He says that, I step back and look at myself, and I still want to kick that guy's ass sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, please calm down. But he has said now that his heart is still there. And he says that it would be incredible. I hope it happens. He really wants to return to his character. And I also read somewhere this morning, kind of ties loosely with Zach Efron, he might be returning to another franchise, The Greatest Showman, because oh. Michelle Williams has come out, who acts in that film and says... I would love to be a part of The Greatest Showman again. Is it bad to say I haven't watched that either? Oh, Peter! <laughs> you love films and I going do. to Peter. the cinema. But I'm not into musical films that much. I'm sorry, how have you not seen The Greatest Showman? I don't know, I just haven't I got around to it. I like so- I like films where they sing in it, but not just fully musical. No, it's not. It's, it's not, not a fully musical like, film. I like The Rocket Man. Which... I'm, okay, you, you're a fan of Elton John. Yeah. I'm telling you, Go and see The Greatest Showman. Okay. It's fantastic. Would you watch it this weekend Okay, well, that'd be my homework. Yeah. Okay, Would you do it this weekend? Yeah, okay, I'll watch Greatest Showman this weekend. And you'll let us know how you get yes. on. Yeah, okay. Brilliant. We have some content for next week, boys. <laughs> Lovely. Feed up. So can I ask you, what was the high school musical, the musical on the Disney thing? Yeah, on Disney Plus, it's called High School Musical, the musical, the series, and it's basically, oh they visit the school... And they're doing a musical of the film, a high school musical. Uh, it's it's very yeah. meta, but I think it's quite good. Oh. Interesting. Okay, uh, keeping on a bit of the music stuff, I'm going to play a little clip of the trailer of this first to set the scene, all right? Okay. I watched that skinny boy transform into a superhero. I wish to promote you, Mr. Presley. Oh, party, I'm out of jail. Are you ready to fly? I'm ready. 
got in a fight. Oh. I had no idea. You thought it was saying something in your life. Yeah, I was going to say that sounded like my father. Okay, so this is about how Austin Butler scored the Elvis role for the upcoming film, okay? So Baz Luhrmann, the director, shared how he got a phone call from the tragedy of Macbeth actor who helped Austin Butler get the role for Elvis Presley in the upcoming film. And that is, he received a videotape, he said, of this young man in a flood of tears playing Unchained Melody. And he thought, wow, what is that? How is that happening? And he said, I got a call, a cold call out of the blue from none other than Denzel Washington. Oh! And he said, I've worked with this guy on stage. I've never seen worth ethic like it before. Ah, it's like he's describing me on the show. Oh, absolutely indeed. And he says he puts himself to the ringer, he learns his lies, and he's never seen someone so dedicated into putting himself into acting. And this is the guy you need to put in the Elvis Presley film. That is it. And also, he's also got the stamp of approval from Priscilla Presley. Yeah. as well and of course um, Jerry Schilling as well who is one of Elvis's very best friends they have seen it as well it's coming out in the cinema next month they have seen the film and they said during the film they turned look at each other and go wow this guy this kid's got it he's nailed it spot on that oh. is Elvis on the TV Do you know it's going to be hard to beat the Father Ted episode where they all dress up as Elvis <laughs> Presley <laughs> do you remember that? I do but just to note as well this isn't the first time Denzel Washington has given a young actor a high cup as well I don't know if you know but in an interview a while ago it came out that he also paid the tuition fees for the late Chadwick Boseman to go to acting college. Oh, so that's the second that's time he's lovely. done that. Jeez, Peter, Isn't he that a good guy? Great. That Elvis film really looks very good, oh. and it, uh, Tom Hanks is in it as well. Baz yep. Lerman is directing it. I'm be such fantastic. a big fan of Baz Lerman. Oh, he's wearing the Romeo and Juliet shirt. Romeo oh, he is Juliet wearing it. Unbelievable. It's uh, two very great showbiz stories. Pete, normally you would get that win. But Nathan spoke about High School Musical, so my, my preferences is sweet. <laughs> That's very controversial. And that is awful. <laughs> Can we please get WhatsApp messages and please write it? 87711 Who really won the show? Be shoot out there. Because that is, that is absolutely not on. I put my heart and soul into that one. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. You gotta get it wrong. You gotta get it wrong? You gotta get it wrong. You got to get it wrong. Yes, that is all you have to do. Get questions wrong in a minute. And if you top our leaderboard this morning, you're walking away with a two-night stay at the Kingsley Hotel in Cork Lovely. with breakfast and dinner on one night. This morning playing is Connell. Guten Morgen, Connell. Morning, hey Ah, we're good. Thanks for asking. Connell, I have to say that name, whenever I hear it now, I just picture sexy Paul Meskel wearing a <laughs> chain. That show, Normal People, really brought the name to the forefront, didn't it? Oh, some wonders for me, yeah. How has your life changed? Um, well, I've invested in a chain, so... I was just about to ask, different. do you have a chain? But you wear the GAA shorts. I do, but I don't play GAA. Oh, <laughs> Perfect, I, I love, love it, it even more. Clearly uh, for show. <laughs> please describe this chain. What does it look like? Is it silver or golden? Just silver, yeah. Brilliant. And um, where did you get it? I think Claire's. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Lovely. Not very expensive. And do you wear it when you go asleep? No, never, no. No, okay, only for the big occasions. Rest well, of that night. Oh, yeah. Brother, how are you feeling about playing Gotta Get It Wrong? Good, 
great, yeah. Yeah, I tell you, Peter, you've been a wizard in front of those buttons. And I'm pressing them pretty quickly. Sometimes I even press the wrong one, and who wants to be a millionaire, please? <laughs> That's always a little bit of fun. Explain the rules to anyone listening that may not be aware of the game. All right, these are the rules, okay? We're going to put one minute on the clock. you got to get as many questions wrong as possible. There is literally no repetition. Your answer must be in relation to the question, and you've only got a couple of seconds to answer before I hit that wrong buzzer, and we move on to the next one, okay? So currently on top is Kate with 19. You need to actually do a perfect score here. You need to get 20 wrong in a minute. Do you think you can do it, Connell? I'll do my best. Hey, look, you're wearing the chain. You're bringing the attitude. I think you have a good chance. So best of luck. Thank you. All right, are you ready? Yep. Name a Denzel Washington film. Uh, Avengers. What noise does a hamster make? Finish the lyrics. The club is alive with the... Stand the music. What sport does Rory McElroy play? GA. What age is Adam Sandler? 93. What's 89 minus 6? 54. 16 plus 20 is 36. True or false? True. What is a pineapple a type of? Um, vegetable. What is a cucumber a type of? Meat. What's the opposite of fast? Uh, super fast. Who is the lead singer of the band Weedus? Um... <laughs> uh, Lady Sing a Cardi B song. Uh, take, take a little, sir. Name someone Jessica Simpson has dated. Machine Gun Kelly. Sing a Holly Valance song. Uh, have a birthday to you. What's the main ingredient in mushroom soup? Hey. Banana. How many days are in a week? 72. Sing a Britney Spears song. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> okay, my man, how did you find that? I was much harder than I thought. Yeah? Was it your first time ever playing? Yeah, well, I listen every morning, but... Oh. I think the nerves kick in when you do it for really on radio, though, don't they? Yeah. <sighs> okay, Connell. Look, you needed to get 20 to go on top of the leaderboard and to win the week. I can tell you. Ooh. You came on. <gasps> and you got 14! Oh, no! Oh, sorry! Cuddle, but at least you have your GAA shorts and chain. <laughs> Great. Cuddle, thank you so much for playing. We Thanks hope to hear from you again. Have a glorious weekend. Thank you. So that means Kate with a score of 19 this week. Unbelievable. One off it. Perfect score. Has bagged herself on that weekend stay in Cork. And of course, a copy of the Gotta Get It Wrong board game as well. So if you want to get in nice and early and play next week, WhatsApp the word wrong right now to 087-711-1038. And I should say the prize up for grabs next week is a Gotta Get It Wrong board game plus two tickets for the script. Yes. And Ella Henderson at the Three Arena in June. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. That is Lizzo on our latest release on Spain. A call about damn time with now stream world-class entertainment. Oh, I know producer Callum will be glued into his now over the weekend because his beloved Nottingham Forest plays Sheffield United in the championship playoff semi-final. How are you feeling over there, big boy? Big I've game. never been so nervous for a couple of games of football. So it, it's on Sky Sports, which you can watch on now with a Sky Sport membership. 
and it's just like it's one of these games where if you don't know too much about football Forest have to win these two games and then they go to a final in Wembley and then if they win that game they get promoted to the big time the <gasps> Premier League but Forest haven't been there since 1999 so there's nerves around the camp with my friends back home uh, and all the fans being like, are they going to blow it? Are they going to choke? But they've done so well this season. I have to say, I feel sorry for the players. It's a lot of games, isn't it? They've already played 46 games this season. 46? 46. Plus they had a decent cup run, so they've played over 50 games. Some people have played every single minute of every single game. And what's the gap between the two legs? Uh, they play tomorrow, Saturday at 3 o'clock, and then they play again at 7.45 on Tuesday night. It's a three-day turnaround. Yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot. If you could choose for them to just play one game in the semi-final, would you? No, because you've got a chance of turning it around if you do have a bit of a loss or even draw. Like, I wouldn't want it to go to extra time. Well, then, but like, it also, if you're, if you're winning... <laughs> yeah, you You're just in. want to get it over and You're done. In, then. I know what Forest are like, though. So, <laughs> yeah, the Championship playoff semi-finals, they actually start tonight because it's Luton v Huddersfield in the, other, uh, in the other side and then Forest v Sheffield United. Jeez, wouldn't it be gas to have Luton in the Premier League? <laughs> is tomorrow, and you can watch all the uh, the Championship playoff finals plus all the Premier League and loads of stuff on now with, uh, with a sport membership. So we have to say, light a candle for producer Callum. <laughs> yeah, pray for me. We want to see Nottingham Forest back in the Premier League. We'll know by now. Next Wednesday, if they're going to be in that final. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. I want to throw out a question this morning. Where's the worst place you've broken down in your car? The number is 087-711-1038. You can send us a WhatsApp message or a WhatsApp voice message. This is because, Peter, you know, I've had my beloved car, Uncle Poppy, for nearly a year now. And it's safe to say that I think of myself as this. King of the road. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie to you. I do have a chronic fear that when I'm inside Uncle Poppy, out of nowhere, I'm just going to break down. Completely. I'm just going to be stuck somewhere and then loads of cars are going to have to drive around me and I'm going to have to put my hazard lights on and there's going to be a lot of embarrassment and then I don't know what I'm going to have to do. Do I ring the guards? Do I ring my father? This is because the other day I'm driving through Bray that kind of rhymes and I see a car broken down at a roundabout. Is this the big roundabout coming into break? Yes. Oh, that is a vicious roundabout. And I thought, oh my God, that is so dangerous. I honestly would be sweating like a pot-bellied pig. I wouldn't know what to do. And it really is a fear of mine. Thankfully, I've never had a breakdown before with the car, but I kind of feel like it could happen at any moment, anywhere. Yeah, I haven't had a breakdown before, but I have got into the car. It hasn't started. So I don't know if that counts because it hasn't even started. Yet, but I would have a fear that if you're on the motorway yeah. and you're on the, the outside lane, like the overtaking lane, you're, you're three lanes in and suddenly the power goes oh, in your car. Oh, no. And your car you coming to a slowdown. Uh, that happened to my parents before. Oh, that would be terrible. And then they had to lick on the hazard lights and then obviously they were steering, power steering's gone, the power's gone, so they just had to like slowly cut across all the traffic. Oh, no. They did get to the other side safely, thank God. Oh. Uh, but like, could you imagine that? Yeah. Frightening. I think it happens a lot. 
And especially, I don't mind saying, you know, I don't know really anything about cars. That even if there was something on the dashboard warning me, hey, you're going to have a breakdown, you're going to have a breakdown, <laughs> I'd probably be like, what's that noise? And turn up the radio and ignore it. That fixes everything, actually, by the way, if you turn up your radio. <laughs> yeah. I just want to hear from you this morning. 87 where is the worst place you've had a breakdown? You know, I'm actually worried that this is going to scare me now. I actually remember a story a couple of years ago. My brother and his friends were going to a rugby match. They were playing up the country somewhere. And they were driving along the motorway. And my brother's changing gears. And I, I swear to God, the gear stick snapped off. <laughs> this is in a car we all learned to drive in. Do you know the in-betweeners car? Yeah. So we, me and my brother and sister, we all learned to drive in a little blue one of those, a little Fiat Sicento, 2001. And it's like a, it was like a washing machine on wheels. <laughs> oh my God. I met your brother. He's a big burly guy. He is a big burly guy, yeah. Snapped it off. He's got hands like paws, I'm telling you right now. All right, I'm looking forward to see what's going to come in on all these breakdown stories. We've got a few voice notes saying this one is from Kim. I once broke down at the barrier going into the Isle of Car Park and I didn't break down because the car was broke. I ran out of petrol so I was blocking all the cars coming in. Oh. The, I was there for ages and no. the very nice man in the Isle of Car Park had to go and buy me petrol. <laughs> There's not many uh, petrol stations close to the Isle. Oh, there is one across the river going up. I would be going for that petrol, what is it, plus. Petrol plus, yeah, <laughs> making her pay. Get the good stuff, will you? It's going to need it. Right, I think joining us is Emma. Emma, did you get a breakdown? I had no, but my mom had. Oh, Tell us more. No. Yeah, so we were in France on our summer holidays. Mm. And, and we just we were on our way home from a theme park and we had a friend friends following us in their car as well and my mom's car just goes chugga chugga stop just stops on the motorway on the way down oh no and uh, uh, what happened then we were stuck for an hour and a half or well we were an hour and a half away from the house so luckily the friends dropped me my brother and sister back to the house and one of them stayed with my mom with the car can I ask, what happens when the car breaks down do you stand outside of it or do you sit in there with the hazard lights you stand outside of it with the hazards on because sometimes cars think you're in a different light, like you're actually driving and they will hit the back of you oh so you have to get out of the car. Well, it was a bit more frightening because you're obviously driving on the other side of the road than drivers on the other side of the car. It was a bit more weird. It was very, very weird and especially since like we weren't even allowed in the car on the way home either. They couldn't fix it. Oh. So we were in a tow truck on like literally they pushed us onto the ferry. We were all sitting in the car and they rolled us onto the ferry on the way home. Oh, wow. And were you apologising in French? Were you like, bonjour, je suis désolé? <laughs> My mom's a French teacher, so we were in luck that, in that sense, I guess. Oh, <laughs> that's, my God. that's handy. That's like a little, a little bit of a saviour. <laughs> oh, oh, great oh, story. Oh, well, thanks so much for sharing. Have a lovely day. You too. Bye. We got a voice message in from Sarah. Hi guys, so me and my partner are driving on the M50 one, of the, one evening, we were in the middle lane and we were just driving along fine and next thing we were like, oh my god, what's that? One of the wheels had gone, so we'd gotten a really bad puncture and luckily enough, he with all his might, he steered us to the hard shoulder and oh my god, it was freaking terrifying trying to get through the traffic, oh. but anyway, we got there and um, we were lucky enough to be in a hard shoulder, but we, I rang the AA because he's cover. That's what you would do. And while we're waiting, 
um, breakdown from the M50 came and we're like, he's all right. It's like, yeah, we're waiting on the AA. So don't worry. <laughs> if you break down the M50, they'll have you covered. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Help is on the way, dear. Here, you're really into cars, Peter. Another fear of mine. Can a wheel just ever come off? Yeah. When you're driving yeah. down the M50? Well, if the nuts aren't in properly, it will just fall straight off, yeah. <laughs> well, how do you know if the nuts are in properly? Yeah, check them out. Do you not check them every time you get into your car? No, you're... I don't even know what they look like. Did not do that with you in your driving test? No. I'm joking, Ada. <laughs> Oh. No, but they can if, if, if you do change your tyre. Oh, what? this man's having a panic attack why this morning. Did you slumped out? He's gone white like a ghost. Casper over there with them doing the show. Why, why do we drive? Because it's so dangerous. To get to A to B. But it's so scary. Yeah, but everything can be a little dangerous if you think of it in different ways. Yeah, I suppose. Look, keep them coming in. 087-711-1038. I need to lie down. So we've been looking for your messages. We've got a lot of voice notes in. This one is from Shane. I have one here for you, lads. I was, oh, it was about eight or nine years ago. Only got me full driver's license. Driving to a football match in Wicklow, the quarterfinals. Driving down the M50 with the goalkeeper in the side. He was the passenger. We were coming up to the exit at Fairhouse, and my car just shut down in the fast lane as well. Car just shut down. I didn't know what to do. Power steering went. Everything went. I was screaming at him to say, "Turn the steering wheel." The boat was had her hands out the window, oh. flashing or waving her hands, telling everybody to slow down. Oh, it was a nightmare, nightmare. We we rolled up the hill at Fairhouse. A truck nearly took us over. Left the car there. We got someone that was at the football match to come back from Wicklow to collect us. We played the football match. And then on the way back, we went to collect my car and my car was gone. <laughs> no, we don't know who took my car. Yeah, it was a bit of a nightmare. It's always one of them forced car experience moments. That you know is insane. I really want to know, did they win the game? He didn't say it, so they must yeah. have lost. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, and I scored a goal in the last yeah. minute. To make I it all better. I dedicated to my car. Uh, it's such a scary experience, but I would like to go through that with someone. Imagine doing that by yourself. Oh, God, it'd be way better with someone. Oh, More crack. Yeah, yeah, a bit of bonding. <laughs> now, we have Graham here. Graham, I hear you have a hell of a story. It's a great story. All okay. right, Graham. Platform's all yours, my man. Brilliant. So, I was in Blanchestown um, at about Christmas time. It was after getting my car MCT'd and I had the test later on that day so it was early enough I got off and I got uh, I decided right I'll get some beat so I went to McDonald's drive through and you know what Christmas time it's very busy there so you're waiting 25-30 minutes so I kind of went through all the different kind of queuing up and got to the driving area at the back of the Blanchestown McDonald's and the car started to go a bit weird on me um, I couldn't really get it into first gear and then the clutch went so I'm kind of stuck in the middle of about 40 cars and I can't get the car in and I can't get the car out. So I turn around to the guy behind me and I say, look, the cars have to break him down. Now you can see everyone behind kind of looking at me because I'm standing out of my car. Um, so the guy behind me decides, right, okay, look, we, we need to move you because I can't get in or out either. So he starts to push me up to the voice boxes. Uh, and when I get there, your one says, can I have your order? And I said, yeah, a tow truck, please. Uh, my car's <laughs> have to break it down. <laughs> so uh, she goes, okay, listen, are you stuck? I said, yeah, but I, I can't get it out. Um, she says, no problem. So with that, I'm sitting there kind of letting people buy on the inside lane and five guys from McDonald's walk out with Christmas jumpers. And they said, listen, we're here to help. So uh, he says, have you ordered your food? I said, no. He says, right, get your order there. So I gave him my order, and then he tells me to jump back in the car, and the five of them pushed me down to the pay area, 
then pushed me past the pay area to the collection area and then out into the kind of collection bay and after I was kind of parked up and all the cars were able to move back they came out with my food so uh, a bit of a terrifying yeah a bit of a terrifying thing but I have to tell you well done to the lads it's it, was, a, it was really really uh, scary but very oh. good ending in the end it's a Christmas miracle Right, oh, yeah. sorry, can you give a shout out to that McDonald's? In Blanchard's Town. Yeah, oh, guys, they, they, they were the best. Like, I, you know, they, they wish me happy Christmas and they didn't even make me pay for it either. So, oh. I was really, really happy. Do you know what I love? Yeah. They came out in the Christmas jumpers. It's like Santa's elves came out to your rescue. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. And, Graham, what was the problem with the car in the end? Um, the, the clutch plate went, so oh. it's just one of them things. It was, it, it was like it, I had the NCT test later on that day, so it wasn't something I was expecting, and it wasn't something the mechanic could pick up, but it just went. Great story, my man. Thanks so much for that. No, great. Thanks, guys. It's the fully charged daily podcast with Graham and Nathan. Let us see music now and spin Lost Frequencies. Callum Scott, where are you now? Where are you? Let's be having you. All this week we're teaming up at Deliveroo because I want to discover the unique ways you order, prepare for and enjoy your Deliveroo takeaway. And every day this week we've been giving away loads of 50 euro Deliveroo vouchers to win. This is the last morning we're giving them away. This is the last day you can win a 50-euro delivery voucher and you can spend on whatever you want. Yeah, all you have to do is send us in a WhatsApp voice message right now to 087-711-1038 with a weird and wacky way you'd greet me if I was your delivery driver. Now, what would you say? What do you want? Not what you want. How would you greet someone? How would I greet myself? Yes. Okay. I suppose I would open the door... And I'm referencing the film Babe. Do you remember the old shepherd? With the pig. So I would say, (laughs) that will do, pig. That That will do. do. Now, I don't want anyone to copy that this morning because I found when I was doing it yesterday... They all copied you. We want uh, originality on this, okay? You can't copy what Nathan says and says it, even though it was a funny one yesterday, very nice. Give us a different sort of greeting. It has to be wacky, a bit of passion, a bit of fun. The platform is all yours. All you have to do is send us in a WhatsApp voice message to 087-711-1038. Question, if you were the delivery driver and you came and the person answered the door, they go, oh, there's two meals here, the second one is for you. Come join me. That's very nice, isn't it? What would you do? Would you go in and eat the meal with them? Uh, It depends. Are they wearing clothing? Have they washed? Um, Do they appear dangerous? Have they said, that'll do, pig, that'll That'll do? do. Because that's a game changer (laughs) for me. If someone says that to me, I'd be like, take your food. I'm not coming back here ever again. again. Can I put you on the spot? What would your greeting be? Uh, Maybe I'm thinking of like a Mr. Burns kind of a... Excellent. Ah, <laughs> that would be even creepier, I think. Yeah, even what you do with your fingers there. Excellent. Peter, and he'd release the, the hound. He'd release the hounds. Well, that was my one. I was just going to say, hello there. This second meal is for you. Come join me. Oh, see, wacky. You can get away with saying something like that because you're good looking. If myself and Callum did that, we'd be tasered in the neck. You'd probably be arrested, I'd say. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. All right. Jump on your bike there, you ready? Yeah. You got I'll your helmet on? I do, yeah. You got your flashing lights in the night dark. <laughs> Have the knee straps as well. This is Deirdre. Okay, lovely house, Deirdre. Go up the steps, knock on the door. 
Hola, Barito. Como estas? Oh. <laughs> well, that was a weird and wacky greeting. Fair play to you, Deirdre. You've won a 50 euro delivery voucher. Well, we know what she's going to be ordering anyway. It's right when you need him to do the translation. <laughs> yeah, Barito. Okay, another house. This is L, I believe. Derrier Rex from that saddle. <laughs> going up to the house, knock on the door. How are you going to greet me? This one is L. Keep the change, you filthy animal. How oh, dare you? Yes, <laughs> I love that. How dare you? I am not a filthy animal. Do you know, that is a very good one. All right, we've got the next one here. L. Oh, Nathan, your chains are to falling off. What are you doing? <laughs> Quickly. Okay, get back on. Oh. Should say just fair play to L. Won a 50 euro delivery voucher. Last one. <laughs> Sean, is it? Sharon. Sharon. It's oh, Sharon. Wow. I hope I'm not the wrong house. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm oh, doing oh. good, Sharon. Oh, Sharon, are you flirting with me? You bagged yourself a 50 euro delivery voucher. Wow, I feel, you know, Sharon wanted me to go inside and absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. I will not go inside. She wasn't going to share her meal with you at all. <laughs> It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Boys and girls, who wants a riddle? I hope you like cinema passes. Oh, what is it? Oh, it's so difficult. Where does he get these riddles from? The man is a genius. Nathan's hired one. Mind blown. Mm, I'm satisfied. Yes, up for grabs this morning is a pair of cinema passes. All you have to do is answer my riddle correctly. Joining us on the show right now is Graham. Graham, are you a fan of Nathan's hired one? <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there's people out there that are <laughs> <laughs> Graham now you might want to ask you that half <laughs> sweet sweet Becca <laughs> I do love asking riddles or telling riddles uh, Graham this is my riddle what's worth more after it's broken what's your answer an egg lads why are you going with an egg There's no use when it's not broke, is it? <laughs> Have you ever That's heard true. this riddle before, Graham? Um, once I did, yeah. I did once, yeah. And before I reveal if you're correct or not, how do you take your eggs? Hard. Hard boiled. Like a good hard boiled egg. <laughs> My God, he's dragging the show into the gutter. Graham, you're correct! <laughs> yeah! You've just won cinema passes. How do you feel? Ah, cheers, boys. Yeah. Uh, you're a good man, Graham. Never change. Do you hear me? No, I won't. I won't. Fair All right. you, boys. Look after yourself. See you, Graham. Have a good day, lads. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Okay, we need to speak about the Eurovision last night. Very sad news. We were all hoping Brooke would deliver gold, but... Producer Callum, tell us what happened in Italy. Yeah, so last night was the Eurovision semi-final number two. That's where Brooke, the Irish entrant, was uh, taking part. There was 18 acts and only 10 could qualify. Unfortunately, Brooke didn't get enough votes to get through to Saturday's final. Very sad for her because her song, That's Rich, it, it's a bop. It's a banger. It's it a, is. It's a very good song. Uh, we've been playing it on spin for the last couple of weeks. It's very good. And it's such a shame to see her not qualify for the final because there, there were some worse songs that got through. Why was she robbed? Well, the way the voting works in the Eurovision is 50% of votes are made up from the public telephone vote and then 50% of votes are made up from uh, professional jury votes from selected countries. So 
it, the song may do really well with the public, but it may do really bad with the professionals. So it's not guaranteed to do too well. You oh. did say the other day that Mika, yes. that singer, is also the host of Eurovision. He is, yeah. Mika and Grace I, Kelly. Yeah, I saw that Mika and Brooke are really bonding. She was on his Instagram yesterday. Yeah, so... Mika was listening to Brooke in his car like on the way to the studios for Eurovision and it was like this is a great song so it's such a shame that Brooke didn't qualify but I'm going to run through a few because tomorrow night is the grand final so this is forget about the semi-final some people don't really care about those this is the main event the Eurovision grand final 25 countries qualify 10 uh, from semi-final one, 10 from semi-final two, and then the big five. The big five is the winner and then the four countries that pump the most into the European Broadcast Union, the UK being one of them. I'll get to the UK very shortly. But uh, we played some of these songs earlier in the week, but these are th- this song, uh, the Greece song called Die Together, is still one of the favourites to win um, the Eurovision, and it still is It's actually a banger, even though it sounds quite depressing. <laughs> Yeah, it is a bit of a banger, yeah. but also depressing. The staging of it is very, uh, very solemn. There's loads of broken chairs all over the stage. It's actually good if you see it. If you go onto YouTube later after the show or something, go and see it because the staging adds to the performance. I've said it before, there's nothing sadder than seeing a broken chair. <laughs> like my one right now. Now, this is another one uh, from Tuesday that I played now. On Eurovision, you get some of these ballads and then you get just some crazy songs. This is uh, Norway's Give That Wolf a Banana. Yes, I love I, this like, one. I don't think this is going to win, but this is such a good song. Big fan of Norway. <laughs> you know what? It has the lyrics of like a Montessori child writing it or something, isn't it? <laughs> it's like yum, 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 yum. It reminds me of, do you remember that song, uh, What Does the Fox Say? Yeah, yeah. very similar, kind of reminds me of that. So now, because Ireland didn't qualify, kind of... Stop it, be careful. The Irish people need someone to back. Be tread, careful. Tread carefully, Callum. And I would like you listening to this show, if you're watching the Eurovision tomorrow night, to back the UK. No! To not vote for the UK. I like, this is good for international relations. No! Save, your, save your money. So the UK artist is a guy called Sam Ryder. You may have heard of him, you may have not heard of him. He's very big on TikTok. He's got like 12 million followers. He's really into UFOs. He's really into UFOs. I actually have a story, a very a quick line from him. The Eurovision hopeful Sam Ryder claims to have seen a UFO in a weird childhood encounter. He saw a weird moving object moving from the sky during a trip to Hawaii when oh. he was younger. I do like the sound of him. I would love to go to Hawaii. Sam's song is called Spaceman. Take a listen to this. Like, it really gets you. It's such a good song. I'll be the judge of that. (laughs) It's a no. It's a no from me. It's a no from me as well. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't pick up my phone to text for that. It sounded a bit like Elton no, John Yellow Brick Road. I mean not gonna lie, it is actually kinda good. Yeah, damn yeah, it. He's got a good voice. The UK is like second and third to win. I I think the overall winner is uh, looking like Ukraine with the bookmakers, but you never know how it's going to change with the public vote yeah. and the professional jury vote. But, like, uh, you can't vote for Ireland if they were in the final, and you can vote for any other country. So I'm just asking... Callum. If you can vote for the Eurovision, why not send the UK your 12 points the this time? The only act that represented the UK that I would vote for is Blue. Do you remember uh, that when was, Blue... Did they send Blue to yeah. Eurovision? Yeah. That was a very... Uh, Wait. I thought you couldn't send like people that are already like big yeah, you artists. Can, you can send. We said any- sure Flo Rida was in the Eurovision <laughs> yeah, last year. You can send anyone. You just can't send a song that's already been released. Oh, you can't send anyone. So you can send and you can send anyone and everyone. Like oh, okay. you can send people who aren't even from that country. Can we bring back the guy that won it like five times for us? Who was that? What's his Johnny name? Logan. Johnny Logan. Oh yes. Bring him back. Uh, he's the guaranteed win. So I'm um, <laughs> I'm gonna kind of rip up the rule books. And break the rules here. No bosses in the office. Uh, let's play the whole UK Eurovision entry on spin. Okay, do you, want, do you want to enter it there, Colm? Uh, this is Samurider Spaceman. It's the UK entry oh, on Eurovision. If you're watching oh. the Eurovision, 8 o'clock Saturday, why not just pick up the phone Stop and vote? It. Because this is a great no, song. vote for Brooke. Enjoy it. You'll really like it. It's three minutes long. At the end of the three minutes, you'll have changed your mind. If I was an astronaut, I'd be floating in midair. And I want to go... You. God, that is good. Sam Ryder, take a bow. Space Maddie is the entrance of the UK in the Eurovision tomorrow night. Yeah, and producer Callum is telling us to back the UK entry because unfortunately, Brooke, our Irish entry, did not it's like, go through. Unfortunately, not. But thank you very much, Brooke. You did fantastic. I nearly think it's like a young Elton John. It is fantastic. I didn't know what he looked like, this guy, Sam Ryder. Yeah. Honestly, the most beautiful hair I've ever seen. He's got long, luscious locks that goes all the way down to, like, his chest. He's got a big, golden beard. He looks I, like a Viking. Yeah, he does. Like, it's, it's a fantastic song. And, I like, if if you're going to do your old pal Callum a favour here, just, just send a little cheeky vote to can, the UK. Can I say, is the song nearly too good for the Eurovision? Oh, controversial, Peter. Why yeah. are you saying that? Well, because... Well, going by the Norwegian song and, the, and whatever. What was the other one the, the other day? The Wolf and Banana. Oh, yeah. Eat Your Salad. Eat Your Salads. Come on. This is a proper song. He is the real deal, Sam Ryder. Yeah, well, I think the UK kind of looked at Eurovision and be like, actually, we need to book our game up because last year they came dead last with zero points. No votes, nothing. Like I said, not the favourite to win it because the Ukrainian entry is the favourite, but up there in the top two or three, and that's a big deal for the UK. Where Eurovision. did he come from, this guy? TikTok. TikTok. It, at, the start, at the start of the pandemic, in the lockdowns, he started doing covers and he did like song challenges and he literally just blew up on TikTok. We need to find an Irish singer from Bebo. He's sort of like... <laughs> <laughs> He's sort of like our Robert Grace though with TikTok, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. 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 Robert Grace. If you come last, is there a relegation system in the no, Eurovision? No, the, the UK just keep entering oh, Eurovision yeah. and they end at rock bottom because everyone hates us. Because they're in the UK, because <laughs> they're in the European as well. Because <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Make sure to subscribe to get the podcast sent straight to your phone every day. And catch Graham and Nathan on Fully Charged weekday mornings from 7 on Spin 1038.